This is the business of pleasure. I live life to enjoy it. I come from a family of strong women. Because at the end of the day, everybody's doing it. People need to stop being so hush-hush about everything. Welcome to our podcast, a weekly discussion with people who are in the business of pleasure. Brought to you by Bedroom Candy, a sexual health and wellness company. Once a week, we'll discuss the ins and outs of the sexual health industry, entrepreneurship, relationships, and empowerment. Join me, Nadine Thompson, president of Bedroom Candy Boutique Parties, on this journey of self-discovery as we wash away age-old stigmas about sexuality, self-love, and to learn about the lives of the people that make their living in the business of pleasure. Welcome to this week's episode of The Business of Pleasure. This week, we have a really fun person to interview. I'm really excited. We have Alina Allegretti, who um, is our graphic designer, our in-house designer at Bedroom Candy, and she is just a hoot. Um, I love working with Lena, and she has done an amazing job for us as far as building the brand and doing the design. And on the business of pleasure, I really wanted to incorporate different aspects of the business, whether it's sex therapists who are talking about, you know, various aspects of sex and sexuality, to our consultants who are doing the business, to some of our vendors who are creating things, and to our graphic designers who are helping us create the brand. That's all part of the business of pleasure. So um, Alina was great and offered to be on the podcast this week. Let me tell you a little bit about Alina. She graduated from Williams College with a degree in fine art. She then went on to study in Florence, Italy. Um, She studied graphic design and illustration there. Um, And she's been working in design for the past nine years. Is that correct? Nine years? Um... Alina, what I under remember in our conversation, she's loved art all of her life. Alina, do you want to tell us about some of your, a little bit about your history with art and why you love it and how you ended up being a graphic designer? Uh, well, it does run in my family, at least the art side. My grandmother was a professional painter, um, who I remember every time visiting my grandparents. There were always canvases all over the place in various stages of completion. Um, and she would gift me art supplies for every birthday. Um, apparently, my mother says that she would tape paper to the table and give me crayons as soon as I could make a fist. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. Um, a lot of interest in illustration and more of the fine art aspect, which gradually transitioned into more of appreciation of design as I grew up into a bit of a computer nerd as well. Oh, so okay. the, that meshing of interests between uh, computers, website, hanging out on the internet as a lot of teenagers do um, and bringing art into that and visuals into that and uh, well, went from being a hobby uh, to a career path. Wonderful. One of the things I have witnessed uh, working with you in the office is your love for comic books. Oh, yes. And um, superheroes and that kind of thing. Tell us about that, because I find that really fascinating. Um, 
it's just uh, I had got my first comic book. I think it was a Spider-Man comic when I was 11 years old. Uh, just mm-hmm. really loved the idea of superheroes and people, you know, doing something more, being something more, and that you know, kind of swashbuckling adventure, but also you know, the the you know kind of moral stories and inspiration and hope that they give and then just really enjoying the medium and how you can use pictures to tell a story and you know human beings have been using pictures to tell stories since you know ancient times you know there are some of our earliest writings are pictograms using images to you know cave paintings (laughs) possibly the earliest comic books really right right um you know it's 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 a medium that has a really lengthy history more than a lot of people realize and uh, there's always new ways to play around with it and tell a story through images and tell a story through design Right, right. I was thinking as I was looking at you as we're talking about a Wonder Woman. Oh. You went to the movie last week. I'm still I went trying twice. Yes, I'm still trying to see it. I might go and do that tonight because I think I need something. But I haven't seen it yet. And one of the things that I've done some writing on is just about the media and women and sexuality. From looking at the movie and with your really... Um, you're such an intellectual in so many ways. Um, I'm a nerd. You can yes, say it. Yes, you are. I didn't want to say it. Um, tell me what your your thoughts are about Wonder Woman and sexuality. Did did any themes come up in the movie that you think? Because women are so excited about it. So what do you think it says about women and their sexuality? Is there anything there? One of the really neat things about Wonder Woman that I thought is... So first of all, it's directed by a woman. Which is awesome. And part of it being directed by a woman means that you have it through more of a feminine lens when a lot of times when you have movies or other media about you know strong women that's created by men you still have that male lens which tends towards and oftentimes this is not a deliberate thing but you tend to have women as sexual objects right rather than women as people who have sexual agency and wonder woman you know her uniform it doesn't leave that much to the imagination she's still in that you know armor bikini you know right. bathing suit kind of outfit but in the film it very much when wonder woman walks into a room there's no lingering panning shots up her body to show us how sexy she is you can tell how sexy she is because everyone in the room stops dead and turns and looks at her and it's more about the cinematography and it's more about the reactions and the the reactions of people rather than looking at her salaciously and it gives her agency wonder woman is sexy but she is not a sex object and that was one of the things that i found really really wonderful about the movie great wow you did that so well what about does she have a love interest uh, yes, there okay. is uh, Steve Trevor, is uh-huh. the love interest from the comics. It's uh-huh. uh, brought into the film, played by Chris Pine. Um, nice. <laughs> it's a lot of fun to look at, too. Yeah, yeah. And so, are there any sort of sexy scenes in the movie? I don't want to give too many spoilers. I think everyone should go see it. Okay, but, but I mean, there's something she does have a love interest in there? There, there, there might be a kiss. Okay, all right. I can't wait to see. I was just really interested in um, 
you know, just your thoughts on that. And I think it really is fascinating how you can use cinematography, the direction. Um, I love the fact that a woman directed the movie and how a woman can be sexual and sexy without the sort of traditional close up on her boob or. Sexuality and being sexual doesn't have to mean being sexualized. Right. You can be, you know, this have sexual agency where the level of how much sexuality you present is in your control. You make the choice to be, you know, wear a certain outfit. You make the choice to be perceived in a certain way rather than being reduced to something. Right, right, absolutely. So that was fun. Let's get on to the other serious parts. It's hard to say serious parts because every time I walk by your desk, there is something (laughs) very outrageous on your computer. You're always designing some new toy and I have to like do a double take. Like, what is that? What color is that? Okay. So usually pink or black. Right. So your role at Bedroom Candy is? So I'm graphic designer at Bedroom Candy. And that means that I cover the packaging, uh, manuals, uh, design updates to the website in terms of you know images and new pages, layouts, um, print media that we make. Uh, if we have banners mm-hmm. or uh, the catalogs that everyone right. gets at yes. their parties, uh, and also you know, occasionally uh, graphics and posts for social media. Right, absolutely. Tell us a little bit about your design background. So, I, as we mentioned before, I came here from a fine art background, right. and uh, I did a summer internship with the tech department at my college, oh. where uh, they needed some people to help build websites, and I'd never done that before, but it sounded cool. Um, and I, again, from the art department, they wanted to mix people from the art department and from the computer science department, and kind of intermingled our skills. Mm-hmm. And I learned how to code, and I also learned oh. how to make websites, and wound up continuing to do that sort of um, as side projects throughout college and eventually uh, went into it professionally. Okay. And I have to say, uh, coming into design at Bedroom Candy was not something I necessarily expected as a career path, but it's been intensely enjoyable, uh, especially the part where I get to occasionally write marketing copy, because that <laughs> basically means I get paid to make sex puns. Yes, you do. It's the best job uh, ever. I was, that was going to be my next question, but you answered it. You, that's a real big leap from fine art to sex toys. Not as much as you'd think, though. Okay. A lot of the same principles apply when you're going from you know any kind of design. You know, you're still thinking about lines and color and drawing someone's eye through a composition. Um, you know, in the same uh, concepts than say photography and um, you know creating a composition for a painting apply you know, to creating a composition for a flyer or a website where you want to you know, control the path of how someone looks at something. You want to control how they interact with it emotionally and psychologically. And, you know, all of those same elements are at play. Right. And I also think that um, at the Business of Pleasure, because we're also selling sex, and sex toys and we want to do it in a classy and sophisticated way it becomes even more important because you can really dumb it down and give people sort of your traditional sort of porny erotic stuff or you can do things that look really sophisticated like you know the work you've been doing which has been great so it's it's fun 
but it's classy and it's not it's not sort of quote unquote dirty to look at or something that you'd be ashamed to show your mom. I mean, our stuff looks beautiful. My mom thinks my job's great. Yeah, there um, you go. No, I think um, it is. You know, we were talking earlier about using pictures to tell a story, right? And marketing and branding tell a story. Yes, and it tells the story about your company. And you know, depending on the images and the way you put your pictures together, you could be telling a story about you know the uh, the, the the shop with triple X's on the side of the highway that you know so right. you, you you come out of there with your brown paper bag and your face down. Right. And and you know you don't really want sex shouldn't be a shameful thing. Right. Sex toys shouldn't be a shameful thing. It's a natural part of human experience to have orgasms. Right. And they're beautiful. They're right. wonderful. And this shouldn't be something that we treat like a filthy secret. It should be something that, you know, sure, we can keep discreet, but engage in and not feel shame about. Right. And the story that Bedroom Candy tells through its, you know, our image selections and our design is something that's high end. It's got class. It's mm-hmm. got, you know, it's about your empowerment and your pleasure and not about something that you need to feel needs to be hidden. Right. One of the things that I remember um, when I first arrived at Bedroom Candy and his name for some reason is escaping me, our initial designer of our toys who worked with Brian and Suki. Oh, Pong. Yes. Um, he did just a very beautiful concept, you know, just beautiful concepts with the toys. Uh, they look very classy. There's that really nice diamond shape. Uh, he does excellent work. Yeah. Um, and one of the things when I looked at the toys, many of them, you know, like make me over. It's this beautiful compact and you can carry it in your purse. If you opened it, it wouldn't look you wouldn't think it was a sex toy. It's just very beautifully designed. It's class. You know, it's put together. The packaging is very beautiful. Um, the, you know, in, in the beginning, they had beautiful boxes that were lined with satin. Um, the lipstick, for example, um, uh, toy is just beautiful. It looks like a tube of lipstick, a beautiful Chanel tube of lip- lipstick, it looks like. And so I think that's something that you've built on really nicely, um, where we've looked at the toys and really continue to design them to look very beautiful in our packaging so that when people are walking out with their bedroom candy uh, toys from a party or they have their purchases in their home. It's nothing to be ashamed of. As a matter of fact, the few things I have at home in the boxes, uh, people say, wow, this is just so beautifully packaged, like our Lux line with our the Lux beautiful gold boxes. One of the things I'm the most proud of, I did yeah. get to do the packaging for that, as you know, we worked yeah. on it together. Um, and one of the things about that is, was using color, but also texture, because on those Lux boxes, you know, you have this nice, matte uh, gold foil package but then we decided to take the word Lux and it's black on black mm-hmm. so it's not the the color that sets it apart but the texture where we have Lux embossed in this glossy lettering so right. you can run your finger over it and feel that difference yeah you have that and then you open the box and you have the, the you know the satin lining in in the Lux boxes right so you have this experience both of a visual and a te- you know physical it's there's a texture tactile experience and the great thing you know with this packaging it exists in three dimensions it's you know not like a flyer or website where you're relying entirely on the visual experience but you have that tactile experience as well you can really fill the senses yeah it's like art you can touch like sculpture yes yeah tell us a little bit i mean i was going to ask you about um 
uh, to share with us some aspects of design. Um, you know, but you just talked about it, packaging, website, print, social media. Is there anything else you want to share about design? I think one of the most important things that I do with design is, um, and in terms of how it applies to your business, business mm-hmm. of pleasure, is, uh, and we touched on this a little bit, is the idea of branding. Mm-hmm. And when you create a brand, you want it to have a certain amount of consistency because your brand is your identity. Right. It's, you know, if you go in, you know, every single day, you completely change your look, your hair, your makeup, your outfit, and obviously you're going to change certain things up so it's, you know, fresh and new. But if you, you know, were to completely overhaul yourself and put on a disguise every single day, you'd have a hard people would have a hard time knowing who you were. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas you know you develop your own style and develop your own look, and people will say, "Oh, that's Nadine. She wears these beautiful necklaces every day." Or, "Oh, that's Rita. She always has those killer high heels." Right. And you know when you do that with a, a company as well, and with your own with your business, you create a brand where people look at it and instantly know, "Oh, that's who this is." Right. So use that with colors, with image choice, with layouts. And you use your visuals to develop an identity with your logo, your backgrounds. You know, Bedroom Candy, we have this beautiful, you know, like dark filigree and the gold logo. Mm-hmm. And we use that very consistently, the same colors, the same fonts. And even when your, de- you know, consultants are developing their own brand as a consultant, um, applying that same logic of brand development really helps to create uh, a business identity that you can really leverage to tell your story. Right, right. One of the things, um, Alina, that I've learned from you, um, and we've, you know, really trying to push forward a lot at Bedroom Candy is social media, having a social media presence. And, you know, I know with social media and your generation, there is this... um, it's quick. You know, people look at it, Instagram, all these things are very quick. Snapchat, my kids do. It's a very quick thing. So I would think that for a graphic designer, there must be a skill set that you develop. Like, how do you do these things that people look at very quickly and grasp an image or an idea or a story at a glance, just about? Well, step one is you don't do a huge block of text because uh, we, we don't read anymore. Right. <laughs> we should. Right. But, right. You know, the attention span, like you said, it's very very instantaneous. You want, you know, something that grabs attention because you have to compete for attention. There right. is so much out there now. And you know, you're scrolling through really fast. Everything else in someone's feed, on someone's dashboard, you have to be able to grab attention when you're competing with all this other content. So you want to have really bold, strong simple visuals. It doesn't have to be super complicated because the more someone has to squint, especially if they're on their phone, say, well, what does that say? What is that? No, you want something bold, Mm -hmm. something simple, something concise that gets your message across and captures somebody's attention. Right. And I would think that your brand is really important because they have to kind of recognize it right away. Absolutely. So like with us, it's black and gold. And I've seen the stuff that you've done when people are scrolling through that's bedroom candy, what's going on. You want them to be able to recognize the brand, look really quickly, see what's going on, see what we're trying to communicate and move on. But the brand consistency is important because you don't want them guessing if it's green and white today, that that could be bedroom candy. We're consistently kind of black and gold. So brand, it's interesting that um, the brand awareness or the brand identity becomes really important with social media. Like when your friend changes their profile picture on Facebook and you spend half a second going, wait, who is that? Exactly. That's exactly right. Because you don't know that. Or they put their cat 
I mean, if you know the cat for the past, you know, two years, but if they put a different cat, then you're like, who is this, right? I do recognize people from their dogs, but right. not usually. Uh, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Now, the brand recognition is extremely important. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you can't eventually, you know, occasionally overhaul the brand, refresh it, but having a certain amount of consistency, and bo- both in how you present yourself and in how you operate. Exactly, I mean, exactly. You want people, you want the idea of consistency consistency enforces the idea of reliability right right great wonderfully put consistency and reliability um one of the things that are of you know is of interest to me and i you know i've been doing a lot of work on my own about is the whole art of storytelling and you talked a little bit about it earlier um and one of the things you said um um, in design, talking about telling a story, uh, it could be a good story or a bad story. Um, and do you want to share a little bit about that? So they're the story you want the story that you tell to be the story that you mean to tell. Okay. But sometimes, if you're not, you know, if your design is not good, you can <laughs> accidentally tell a story that you don't mean to tell. So if you're putting so, out graphics that are riddled with spelling errors, you're putting out the story of somebody who is inattentive and doesn't proofread. Right. If, you know, stuff is sloppy, you're putting out a story that maybe you don't care or aren't, you know, very, very good at this area of your business. Right. And that's not a story you want to tell. Right, right. Um, you want to tell the story of some, you know, competence and of, you know, expertise. Yeah. And you don't want it, you know, because you can tell the wrong story. You can have, be somebody who is terrific at your business and at your product can be fantastic. And if you have poor marketing that fails to convey the accuracy of how great you are, you're putting out the wrong story. Right. And an image can do that too, correct? You can use the right. wrong image and that can tell a story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking about that, that sometimes you see ads out there and they use an image and you're like that's like poor taste in an image that tells a that's not who they are you know and or you use the right image and it tells you a whole lot about the company you know they say a picture is worth worth a thousand words (laughs) right exactly exactly and um, I think images can tell really huge stories Uh, we talked a little bit about branding already um When it comes to image choices and choosing images for bedroom candy, what are some of your thoughts about that? Well, one of the things I always keep in mind is how beautifully diverse of company bedroom candy is. Mm -hmm. So really trying to make sure that, you know, when we have images of men and women, that first of all, they are men and women. Right. Um, And, you know, from a variety of ethnicities and colors and ages, try to mix in some body types because, you know, human beings come in this beautiful range and we don't always see that in our media and our advertising and it's something that we should all you know be you know all of us in the design industry and marketing industry myself definitely included need to work more at to really you know represent that diversity of beauty yes diversity of beauty is a good thing (laughs) um 
Alina, one of the things, I mean, you do an amazing job for us. Well, thank you, Nadine. Um, I think, you know, we talk a lot about diversity and really making sure that we incorporate everyone, making sure, particularly for women, when they look through our catalog, they see themselves represented. Um, making sure that when a man picks up our catalog, he sees a hint of you know um we got our wonderful bk for men collection yes and really i think that we've both done a really good job of trying to make sure that we're an inclusive company um and that is really reflected in our branding our imaging our website our social media everything that we do we look at that um are there any tips that you have for our consultants? Because again, they're using Snapchat, they're using Instagram, they're creating their own web pages, uh, they have their own Facebook groups and whatever. Are there some tips as a professional designer that you can give to our consultants and to our community um, on how they can, some tips on marketing? So first of all, you don't need to break the bank to be able to edit images. There are free image editing programs out there. They aren't going to be as fancy as some of the high-end stuff that's used professionally, but there are free programs out there, a Google search, and you'll be able to find some, something that suits your needs. Mm -hmm. So go out, go online, check it out. There's a bunch of them out there that you can look through. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're putting together images, and images are really strong. A picture is going to get people's attention more than just some text. Okay. So when you're developing an image, develop your brand with it. You know, As a consultant, yes, you're part of the greater bedroom candy brand, but you can also develop your own brand. Or in whatever business that you're in, you can develop your own personal brand. And mm-hmm. when you do that, keep it consistent. Choose some colors, you know, maybe two or with maybe an accent color. And, you know, Bedroom Candy, we do the black and gold, but we also accent with pink a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. And we use the same pink. Keep right. that pink consistent. Right. Um, choose one or two fonts and maybe a few shapes that you use consistently and then keep using them. And you can change things up, but, you know, pick a few elements that you use consistently because that's going to be your identity. That's going to be what people, when they scroll through, know it's you, know that it's your business. Okay. Um, so don't use 20 different fonts. There's no need for that. <laughs> have, have a little bit of variation, but not that much. Okay. Um, and also just keep it simple. Uh, there's all this in, um, sorry, I'm getting a little tongue tied. Uh, in, amateur graphic design, you often see people feel that they need to use every inch of the canvas. Like, oh my gosh, there's unused real estate. It's a waste. I have to fill it up with things. And you end up with these flyers that are so packed for information that you can't tell what's important when you're looking at it. So keeping it simple, less is often more. Convey one idea and convey it strongly rather than 10 ideas that nothing's going to stick. Right. That's interesting that you say that because I think um, for the time I've been past 20 years working with graphic designers, I've become a little snobby. And when I see posters that have too much content on them, I just block it out. I don't read it. Too many colors, too much content, and it's like crammed from top to bottom, side to side. It's just so confusing that I really don't know what's important it's on like there. like being in a room with 20 people screaming right. instead of one person sitting in front of you having a conversation. Yeah. 
And then you talked about sharing uh, bedroom candy assets via Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. What were some of your thoughts about that? So um, I put together images that we share and mm-hmm. then, uh, that other people in the office put together and share on our Facebook, on our Instagram, on our Twitter. Mm-hmm. And people who are in the business of pleasure, people who are bedroom candy consultants are absolutely welcome to repost, to you know, share, oh, great. or otherwise retweet any of those to share with their own audiences. Yeah, and that's been a wonderful service that you've done for our community. So they've got beautifully designed social media assets that are in our resource center. So our consultants can go there. They don't have to be a design person. They can just go download what you've done and share it on their own pages. Yep, you can develop your own brand, but you can also capitalize on the pre-existing bedroom candy brand that we have developed for you. Okay. And I want to end on my favorite thing again. We're back to stories. And so one of the things you said to me is thinking about your story, your message. Um, What tip do you want to share again about messaging and how consultants want to be seen um, publicly? So if you're working for the bedroom candy business, you are obviously a very enterprising, independent, awesome human being. Right. (laughs) Our consultants are absolutely driven, motivated, boss men and women. Yes. And I have a lot of respect for them. So think about your story. Think about the things that set you apart, that make you and your business really exceptional. And think about how you can convey that. And uh, whether it's through the stories about your parties and your business that you share on Facebook or the you know your response you know very highly responsive interaction with customers say on Twitter or through the flyers that you hand out for your personal events think about your story and how you tell it and how you can convey that through pictures through words through whatever media you have at your disposal and how you're telling it Great, great, great advice. Alina, thank you so much for joining us on the Business of Pleasure. This has been wonderful. I mean, I think design um, is so important, and I think it's particularly important these days as we look at social media and we look at how our consultants um, communicate to their customers. Uh, You do a lot of great work for us as far as defining the brand, whether it's in our print catalog, our website, um, the HD. HTMLs uh, that we send out the emails to both our customers and consultants just about every day. We're communicating, we're telling a story both about great products, about sexuality, about sensuality, about sex, about intimacy, and about entrepreneurship. We have the challenge of trying to communicate everything from having great sex to running a great business. And we try to integrate those. And I'm always thinking about that. You know, we want people to think about, you know, having great sex and using the toys and pleasure and we want them to think about hosting a party and the fun of hosting a party there's a lot of subplots in the story we're telling exactly and then we want you to think about owning your own business and throwing parties and earning money so we're communicating a lot and really really depend on our graphic designer to help us communicate all those things whether it's a woman with shopping bags in her hand or somebody sitting at their computer working but having fun at the same time so we also have 
have a great story to tell at Bedroom Candy, and you do an amazing job of helping us tell that story and communicate. And I think also social media, the work that you do in getting stuff out there to the general public is really amazing. So thank you. Thank you. Any final words you want to share today? I really enjoy working at Bedroom Candy. Ah! telling this story and I'm really grateful to be telling this story right here and now on the Business of Pleasure so thank you for having me oh great thank you for being with us Alina it was great to have you on this episode of the Business of Pleasure join us next week the Business of Pleasure is brought to you by Bedroom Candy Boutique Parties to shop with us visit us at www.bedroomcandy.com To join our team of consultants who own their own home-based businesses, join us online and enter the code BOP2017. That will get you a 10% discount on your starter kit. Join us today. Southern diplomat.